Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Kendra, welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. Thank you. Yeah, Kendra March, uh, nice to have you here. I, I, it's been a real delight for me to get to know you this year, so I... Uh, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. So, um, so Kendra, like you uh, just wrapped up um, cheerleading. Yes. I but did. that's like four years. Yeah. I of started, cheerleading. Yeah, I used to cheer at my old school when I was younger, but that was like the middle school like sideline games. Um, but when I transferred here, my freshman year, I did the ski team uh-huh. in lacrosse. Mm-hmm. So I picked up cheerleading my sophomore year. Okay. And I did it ever since. And did it ever since. And mm-hmm. how, so how is it now to like wrap, you know, you're a, se- you're a senior. Mm-hmm. And so you're starting to wrap things up, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. How's that feeling? Um, it's, it's really bittersweet. It's, it, it's nice to have like that closure. It feels complete. Like it feels good that I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, it's sad. I'm never going to do that again. Like, yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun. I made some good friends through it. Friends that I never, ever would have expected I would have yeah. unless I did it. But, yeah. That's fun. It did you so enjoy, fun. like, so you enjoyed cheerleading? You mm-hmm. enjoyed the experience? Yes, very much so, okay. yeah. There was definitely times where it was really hard, and I was like, I want the season to be done now, <laughs> like, immediately. But I've never, like, looked back at a season and been like, wow, I really wish I wouldn't have done it. Like, yeah. I always feel very good about it when I'm done. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I, um, you know, I love that that feeling of uh, completion. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. so it's kind of it's got to be, yeah. What's the bitter and what's the sweet? Um, <laughs> you said it, you said it's bittersweet to be done. What yeah. what's the bitter? What's not so good? And what is good? Um, not so good is just like the fact that. I feel like the the program is just kind of taking off, and I'm not going to get to be a part of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes me feel sad. Like, that's, I just, I wish I could have experienced that. Like, I'll get to come back and see how they're doing, but I won't get to do it with them. Yeah. And it just feels sweet just because it's, when I think about it, it's just a, po- it just makes me feel happy. Like, it's a positive aspect of my high school career, I guess. Yeah. It was Always very good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I know that you're also involved in art a lot. Yes, yes. For as long as I can remember, I've been an artist. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Okay, can you talk about that? What um, do you mean? It was, I actually wrote a paper on this, my uh, digital narrative, on the, when I really like figured out that art was something I was, you know, fairly good at. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in fourth grade. And I, I can picture it so well, like the classroom. <laughs> and I was painting bamboo, and that's just something so simple. Like, it was just a picture of bamboo, and it just made sense. Like, it just, it was, it was easy, and it was effortless, and I had fun, and I got positive feedback from it. Like, my teacher framed the, pic- the painting for me mm-hmm. and, like, delivered it to me in my classroom. But, yeah, it's just always been a way of communication and, like, just something that I hold very, very deeply, and I, I think it has a lot of value, and people don't really think about how much really goes into it. Like, there's, yeah, I mean, the hardest part is always coming up with a way to communicate it. Like, mm-hmm. in my case, anyways, I 
but it, that's when I look back at it like when I finish a piece like the process is so fun to me and so like satisfying and like that feeling of like completion like it's so nice when you get like a finished piece and you like it and yeah it's just how do you know when a piece of art is finished I pers- I don't think it ever is like okay. I always think that there's stuff that I could add to it but when I like get to a state where I'm like okay like I like this I'm happy with it it's good you know I like it right now I don't want to do anything else to it then I'm, I guess, done with mm-hmm. it. But I've come back to pieces so many times and, like, changed a little bit here, changed a little there, and it, I just continue to do that, I guess, but mm-hmm. just whenever I feel like it. So. Maybe you can enlighten me. So <laughs> I, I love to paint, but it's mm-hmm. really it's strictly recre- recreational. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always have a hard time coming up with what to do. Yeah. As an artist, do you... Does the inspiration just come to you, or do you have to sit there and think about it? Uh, sometimes, well, both. Yeah. Um, sometimes, like, uh, I just think I'm like, is I don't even know how it just comes into my head, and I'm like, that's it. I want to do it, and I'm gonna do it now, and that's what I do, and I just fly with it. But mm-hmm. a lot of my ideas come from bouncing, like, ideas off of other people and seeing mm-hmm. other people's work. Like in the uh, IB art class, every Friday we discuss our art. Mm-hmm. and give feedback and ideas and input and stuff and I I always participate so much in that in other people's art mm-hmm. that I like can piece together something of, of my own from that I guess yeah but what's been your biggest inspiration I don't really know I I don't really have like a like a style or like a theme or mm-hmm. I just kind of do whatever I feel like yeah. that's a, but yeah. I mean, people like like do you get like people things? Um, well, or all that, all that I would assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I IB art. Mm-hmm. What's what's going on in IB art? That sounds Friday sounds like an amazing day. Like yeah. I want to be there <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah, um, Fridays are definitely my favorite. We uh, all bring in like some food, and we literally just eat food and talk about our art and ideas. That's amazing. But um, it's. Just it's just like an, like another art class, but with a lot more independence. Like we know like the requirements if you're gonna submit to IB at the end and stuff. And it's the most advanced art class that Spring Light can offer. Mm-hmm. So it's nice in that sense that I feel like people are respectful of the classroom and of Miss Gwynup and of the supplies and the process and mm-hmm. the art itself. I just it's a very like comforting feeling to me, and it's. It's just a good environment. Can you go a little bit further into, like, so I assume that you've been in the um, more juvenile versions of art classes here, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. then you've also seen the IB art. Can you talk about the distinction between the two? Um, The biggest thing for me, the first thing that came to my mind when you said that was respect. People, I literally, like, just spent the last 35 minutes cleaning one shelf of Miss Gwinnup's room. Like, it's, it makes me really sad to see, to go into the classroom. I have two art classes. IB art is second hour, and ceramics is fifth hour. And second hour, the classroom is generally in, you know, some de- decent shape. Like, people leave stuff out and stuff, but it's unavoidable. But mm-hmm. when I go in there for ceramics, it is trashed. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, the other art classes just don't, like, respect the, like, people don't clean the paintbrushes, and then it ruins them. 
we can't use them. Um, people like just leave like markers and pencils and everything just laying around like if I don't know I don't understand why <laughs> like I just don't get it like it's not that hard to just like mm-hmm. clean it up you know yeah. but that's just the biggest thing that I notice is that everybody in Ivy Art has their stuff they're working with and you work with it all hour and you take enough time and you put it away and it's you respect Miss Quinnup in that sense like mm-hmm. how does the one respect beget better art would you say um, well I think that like in like the first art class you can take at Spring Lake people I mean don't really know what to expect it se- feels a little unorganized and it's feels like a kind of like an amateur like projects like that we were assigned and stuff but like so I just feel like they don't take it very seriously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just like the Ivy art class like people know how to use like they just yeah. they figure out how to like use things and like like the supplies and the tools yeah. like the brushes and which pencils to use and when you like know how to use it and know how to like get a good outcome from those like supplies then I feel like it just makes you respect them more and that's what it's just been like for me is that I respect like I don't want to ruin my brushes and I don't want to yeah. ruin my pencils mm-hmm. like yeah. I like them I like that I can create stuff with them and I just feel like coming into like a the first art class you can there's you just don't yeah. really care yeah mm-hmm. you know we know you I know you as well student uh, um, and as a cheerleader and as an artist too but part of our goal is to understand people like how do we you're more than that you're a lot more than that so what are some things that you know I don't know that we don't know Um, I hold traveling as something that's of great importance to me that is a big aspect of who I am Mm -hmm. I I've been very very fortunate in that area because my mom and I both share that same like sense of adventure and we both would rather spend our time and our money going places and having cool experiences that that her and I share together than having things and that's that makes up a big portion of who I am I really really love that yeah you're going on uh, the Europe trip this summer yes I am I'm I'm very excited I am too (laughs) (laughs) Um, what are some of the best places you've been um I've been to Europe before which uh, I've been to Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, mm. and I really liked um, Austria. It was, it was just picturesque. I just, I wish I could explain. Like there are no words, but um, I've traveled in the United States as well and to Mexico. But my favorite place I have ever been is Brazil. Mm. Mm. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, the people, like the people. I loved the people many like they don't see many Americans there like we when we told like people um, on one of our tours that we were from America they started cheering like they were they loved it it was so cute and they don't know much English like people there don't know much English because they don't get a lot of traffic from here and but they all tried yeah they all tried and the people like carried themselves with so much pride and like it was just so rich like I just can't explain it really. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Can you speak a little bit to your relationship with your mom? Mm-hmm. Oh, my relationship with my mom is amazing. I <laughs> absolutely love her. I adore her. She, 
oh, I just, I could go on. She's amazing. Um, she's do a it. single mom. And she does it perfectly. She has it down to a T. <laughs> and um, she has given up when she was 19. She gave up her son for adoption. So she's just so, like, that plays into a, like, she's so strong. Like, I don't understand, like, I don't think I could have done that. Like, it was, she's so strong in that sense that she has, she had to do that. Um, she was in a very unhealthy marriage that she had to end, and she did it with grace and dignity. And the entire time she... Was that at 19? <clears throat> was she in that marriage at no, 19? Okay, no. that was after that. That was then, after, uh -huh, yes. Uh -huh. But that's just like, those are just a couple things like that really, really pushed her like to her limit. And she handled it so well, and she did it so well. And she did it, both of those decisions were for the benefit of her children, of me and my two brothers. And um, she's just... She's adorable. I just she's <laughs> she is one of my one of my best friends, and that's really cliche to say because you know I just that's a cliche thing, but it's really true. Yeah. It's really true, and we what? have a a mutual respect for each other. She doesn't like tr like I understand that she is in my authority and she is my parent, but she treats me re with respect as another person, mm -hmm. not as mm -hmm. somebody that she's in charge of. You know, and she's like I said, a single mom. Got it down to a T. Awesome. Yeah. She's, you know, my mom and my dad for mm. forever. She's yeah. been that. When you say she's got it down to a T, what, what kind of qualities does that require to have it down? Okay. Um, well, in my opinion, it's, uh -huh. this is just, you know, from my yeah. experience. Uh -huh. um, the, well, the respect. She respects me a lot. Yeah, and cool. I. Don't take advantage of that. I don't take it for granted. Uh -huh. I respect her back as well. Um, she handles, like, she has never not come to one of my sporting events. Mm -hmm. She, she doesn't, I don't, I just, I don't really know how to explain it. She just, she just knows how to do it. She just knows how to be both parents and yeah. do it well and yeah. be successful and she she works I mean too yep. somewhere. What, mm -hmm. is, what does she do? Let's she's see. an insurance agent. Yeah, cool. So, mm -hmm. so uh, yeah, that she's a model for us she all. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, very much so. How to do it? Mm -hmm. um, your relationship with your siblings. So you so you have a brother and, and I, two brothers. Yeah, yes. and you so uh, half brothers. Yes. One okay and. Could you explain that or clear that? So, so no, the one yeah, you course. said uh, was given up for adoption at yes. nineteen, but mm -hmm. you're you include him in your brothers. You see I him? Do. Yes, yes, very regularly. Mm -hmm. So, how'd that, that go? That's a very cool story. Um, so, like I said earlier, my mom was nineteen when she had him. His name is Scott. He is my half brother, um, and she gave him up because you know she was in college and it just wouldn't have, she wouldn't have been able to give him what he needed. Mm -hmm. And so she gave him up, and uh, she kept in contact with his adoptive parents throughout his entire life. And um, when he was 17, we met again, and by that time I was in second grade. Wow. So it was 10 years ago, this month actually, that wow. we met. Wow. Um, and do you remember that? I do, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, what was that? What was that like? I mean, it through your it own was, perspective. I can't even imagine. I was very shy. Okay. I was very shy, but I remember that he gave me the biggest hug ever. Like, mm-hmm. and like I remember he squeezed me so hard it kind of hurt. Like, <laughs> but I loved it. Like it was. <laughs> and I remember um, we watched. It was super. It was the Super Bowl that day, so mm-hmm. we watched that together, and we spent the day with his adoptive parents and with my family and. I mean, that's really all we did. We didn't really do much, but it was just kind of, you know, dipping our toes in. Yeah. And it's developed since then. Yes. We've, I've met all of his extended family, and they have, too, become family. Incredible. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool thing. It's really, it's really neat. I, I just can't, like, imagine not knowing him and Mm -hmm. not having, like, the relationship I have with him now. And then I also have another brother, but, you know, he's he's been there my whole life, and he was the one who picked on me. And <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? He's 19. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. The more typical yeah. brother role. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, you grew up together, and yeah. you did it. And where, what's he up to? What's he doing? Uh, he's at Ferris right now, studying mechanical engineering. Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. And do you want to go on to study art? I do not. Um, I thought about that. I highly considered it, but it just feels like, I don't know, art is, you know, something that I do for fun and because I love it. I don't want to put pressure on it and require myself to make money doing that. Yeah. Yeah, so I've just uh, decided to study audiology this fall. That's yes. incredible. Yeah. Helping people uh, hear and yes. uh, yep. is that and fitting, programming, uh, fitting, hearing aids, and cochlear implants, and very cool. Yeah, yeah. what a life! Yeah, <laughs> and you're so young. <laughs> You've you done this. So there's been, yeah. Uh, yeah, really, really, Kendra, you've experienced and done a lot mm-hmm. in 18 years. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for being, being on the share chair. Thanks, Kendra. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode. And don't forget to submit works of art and writing to our website to spread a little more empathy.